amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. You are here with your co-hosts, Stephanie Richardson, that's me, and Heather Smith. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show where your wrongness is really a strongness and happiness is just a choice. So glad to be here with you, Stephanie, and all of you listening. Thank you so much for being here. (laughs) It is so funny. (laughs) Heather called me and said, hey, just wanted to remind you, we have a show in 10 minutes. And I was surprised that it was Wednesday and it was show day, uh, in part because one of uh, some, (laughs) we had a listener saying that she was binge listening to some of the shows and started commenting on last week's show. So I re-listened to last week's show yesterday. So as far as I was concerned, I talked with Heather yesterday. I was on the air with all of you guys yesterday. (laughs) The good news about that is at the very end of our show, surprisingly enough, we actually introduced the topic for this week's show. So Heather, you want to give give us a rundown on what that is? Yeah, so last week we were finishing off with getting to the gift of your difference. Like, what's weird about you is what's the awesome coolness about you. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go ahead and read our little description, and, uh, and we can go from there. So the cool. gift of your difference. <laughs> Do you ever feel like the odd one out, the weirdo, the one that everyone gives a funny look when you open your mouth and speak to what is true for you? What if that weird thing about you is the gift of possibility that the world requires? Oh, I just love that. It makes me happy <laughs> to see that and hear it. Yeah. Meanwhile, Weirdo that I am. around the world are like, that thing that I've tried to kill in myself, that thing that I've tried to squash, are you trying to tell me that there's something good about that thing? Yes, I am. <laughs> I know. The Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. <laughs> You're welcome. Go. I was just going to say, I wonder if you could lead off with a pragmatic example. Like last week's show, if people didn't listen all the way to the end, then like halfway through, all of a sudden the show got like a zillion times more brilliant. So um, (laughs) I was wondering if maybe you could start off with a pragmatic example of this and then we can, we can, you know, chat some more about it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the biggest thing that I look at with this is a person who is willing to see things from a different perspective. Like we're so inundated with people aligning and agreeing with each other of what's right, what's good, what's cool, what's hot, what's not, (laughs) you know, 
we have a lot of agreement between people, and that's what we call friendship and getting along and the way it is and things like that. And how exciting and interesting and um, like expansive is it though when someone has a different perspective and gives a really different point of view or you know like when you're talking with someone and they just look at things so different that they actually speak very differently than you do and use different words and use different references uh, when they talk about stuff like that is always so interesting and exciting and like for me anyway <laughs> um, but how much have you had that in your that life? That might where be like, you know, that might be your differences, Heather. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it might be. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I guess it's just really like, where are you different than other people that you've been either hiding or ignoring? Uh, that if you would like acknowledge it, could actually be like a source of joy and creativity. And a good time in your life, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's just like um, I don't know if yeah. that spoke to anything practical at all, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but that's but that to me is the value of it. That's the value of somebody who's different and has a different perspective. And uh, you know, wh- what's about that? <laughs> why why we might want it in our life. <laughs> why we might want to be that way in our own life. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think it's really interesting because we have two conflicting things that we deal with on a regular basis. Basically go into any business and you'll, you'll see these two things happening. On the one hand, you'll see this idea that conformity actually will create something greater or controllable. (laughs) So you'll see a lot of focus on Uh creating rules that'll work. You see a lot of focus on, um, on, on creating systems and structures that will, you know, put everybody on the quote unquote same page. So you have that. Yeah. And then at the same time, you also have this push to get out of the box, to somehow find new ideas, to, um, (laughs) to move the company beyond where the company is. And these two things don't necessarily, they don't necessarily come out of the, the same place. So all these structures that could get put into place that are supposed to make work more efficient, easier, make the business make more money, sometimes actually thwart the other piece, which is um, the out-of-the-box pieces, which weirdly enough usually doesn't come from the idea of getting out of the box, Um we have this idea that, okay, well, mm. now it's creative thinking yeah. time. So now we're going to think outside the box. <laughs> but usually what happens <laughs> is, yeah, right? That. Um, yeah. You know, because yeah. the second you tell someone to think of something other than the box, what do you think of? If I tell you don't think about an elephant, you think about an elephant. So if I tell you think outside the box, you think of all the edges of the box. Instead of actually just bringing to the table how you work. So if we're no longer thinking about, well, first of all, how does this company function? First of all, what is my role here? First of all, what it, where do I fit within the hierarchical structure of this business, of this family, of this, right? Like, <laughs> if I'm a yeah, kid, yeah. I can only say these things. If I'm an adult, I can only say these things. If I'm a boss, I can only say these things. If I'm the employee, I can only say these things. And now all of a sudden you're, you're within the box even if you don't 
intend to be, or even if you're trying to get out of it, trying being the operative word, meaning not really going anywhere. Um, (laughs) And so if, if you actually then just go, wow, if I was, you know, sitting around in a, you know, in a, a blow up tube in the middle of my own pool and there was nobody around me for 200 miles. And I was sort of pondering, you know, like what would create something in this, you know, in this business with this idea, with this thing that we're looking out at, what would I actually consider? Cause usually what happens is we automatically put ourselves somewhere else other than just with ourselves while we're having these conversations. Cause you are, you may even find <laughs> right. that you put yourself and what you say through the filters of what you expect, how you expect everyone to react to them before you even open your mouth. Is this a good enough idea to share? Is this a bad idea? If I say this, are people going to think it's stupid? This are people, you know, going to say that it's not implementable? And so you look through the eyes of what's relevant to everyone else, what's implementable without even, you know, without even having any more information. And what we talked about some in last week's conversation towards the end of the show that that I was actually like, oh, that's actually really cool, is that even when you introduce an idea that won't work for where you're at or other people don't think it will work, when you start introducing stuff that's outside of the realm of what other people have considered, especially if it's just coming from, you know, actually coming from you, not not the intention to do something weird, just sort of like, well, what about this? What about this? Um, then, then what happens is, is even if those ideas are well beyond what anyone else is willing to consider, one of the things that can happen is, well, they go, well, that's stupid, that's crazy, that's way too much. But now all the other ideas that previously seemed like too much, too crazy, too far out there, now all of a sudden look sane. There's this weird thing that is um, <laughs> sort of a psychological, yeah, there's a psychological thing that happens that people create comparisons. And you can use that to your advantage if you're willing to be whatever you are, right? Like, so you can either wait until the person yeah. who's crazy says the things that are way far out there and then introduce ideas that would have seemed out there that now aren't. You can use it in whatever way, but what happens is people compare. So they found if they gave something that looked way too expensive and then they gave something that was way cheap but didn't give anybody what they wanted, right? Like, here's a cheap option. Yeah. That sucked. And then there's a really expensive one that looked kind of great, but nobody was willing to pay for it. Then you actually put the option that's more expensive than people would have been willing to pay for, but actually includes what they want. And now all of a sudden they're willing to pay for it. And they did it over and over again with all these different, you know, all these different options for people buying things. But it also works for ideas. That sounds too hard. That sounds too complicated. And then right beneath it are these ideas that would have been way too hard, way too difficult, way too complicated. But now when you introduce them, all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, that actually sounds really sane. <laughs> that sounds easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so some of this we're looking at the um, – you know, are you a person who's willing to explore possibilities uh, or are you looking for how to make what you already have just maybe work a little bit? And, like, so some of that is, you know, some of the practicalness of this is, you know, do you have the courage to just be yourself? 
like, do you have the courage to to speak up or speak out about things um, just for the possibilities, just for, you know, what you so brilliantly described, Stephanie, of the exploration of, you know, what you could choose or what's possible. And some of it, it, you know, with ideas, like some of it may be totally off base or totally in a different direction that doesn't work, and yet it sparks um, a variation of what you're already doing that would work better, or or it does open up a whole new realm of possibilities. So, so to me, the, some of the practicalness is, again, the willingness to be yourself and be vulnerable enough with that that you'll speak to whatever your brilliance is. And even if it sounds crazy or weird, like what does the, the willingness to speak to that create? What does it open up that would never get opened up if you don't open your mouth? <laughs> you know, it would never become possible if you don't say something or don't take that action or choose that thing. Uh, so to me, some of the practicalness is having that courage to just go for it and and see what happens. And for me, one of the things that uh, has contributed to me having the courage to do that is recognizing that even if it was a little bumpy or uncomfortable or, like, awkward for a little bit, that always it led to something greater, you know. And it's easier to see it looking back, like, okay, yeah, that was a little kind of weird getting through it, but uh, with my willingness to speak up about something, wow, it turned out so amazing, and it opened up this, and it created this, and it changed this. So I would encourage you to look back through your life of when you, you spoke up or you took action when you weren't sure about it, that you just had that hunch or that feeling or that inspiration that you should, and how that was such a contribution to it turning out better. The other thing I've seen in addition to that, and that's a great exercise to do, um, the other thing that I've seen is that, you know, whether you choose to brave being you or whether you feel like you've never been able to stop even though you would if you could. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's places where, where your, your difference allows for other people to have freedom in their difference or have excitement about something in their life. Um, I had somebody call me yesterday and said, hey, I've made 12 tracks of music. I was like, that's awesome. And he's like, some of them are awful. I'm like, that's great. When, when do we get to hear the album? And he's like, well, it'll be a little bit. But guess who I'm learning from? And he told me one of the people he was learning from. And he was like, and there's something I can tell you that I can't tell anybody else guess who the other person is that I'm learning from? I'm like, I have no idea. He's like a puppet. <laughs> because he knew that, yeah, because he knew that it was something that for me I would think was really fun. I've, I've photographed uh, puppet theater and have been a, a fan of the Henson films, not just the Muppets, but he's got these other sort of like life view movies, like the Dark Crystal and Labyrinth that I have always been a fan of. And so that, for some people, may be weird, but but me not being afraid to actually mention that meant that this other person could actually share their enthusiasm for something. They had someone that they could share that enthusiasm with. And that's one of the beautiful things. We've all got weird stuff about us. As a matter of fact, some of the people who seem the most normal on the outside have are hiding beneath that 
mild appearing exterior freaks of magnitude. So, <laughs> um, so they're just hidden better than you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm yeah. generally weird. I'm generally weird, but there's not much I'm hiding where most uh, a lot of the people I've met that appear really normal are hiding some pretty strange stuff. Um, so, so you actually being willing to be whatever that weirdness is that you are allows for other people to have an enthusiasm in their life that they may not have even had with knowing that there's somebody else that they can share that with. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it's like it you know, the magic of what's weird and different about you is is that invitation because we do all have something unusual that we're interested in or that we do or our perspective or point of view or experience or whatever. Um but that's part of the richness of life, isn't it? I mean the just that diversity and and uh so to celebrate that and to not hide it you know and it's interesting though because that actually it's funny it brings up when people try to prove that they're different rather than just Mm -hmm. be different (laughs) it's such a different energy it's such a different thing you might know those people how different you are (laughs) yeah like you might know those people as assholes yeah (laughs) yep (laughs) Well, and how obnoxious is it? You know, it's like we you can all, it's so obvious when somebody's trying to prove something. And that, those are the kind of people, though, that it's so funny because they're trying so hard to prove how different they are, which means they really have the point of view that they're not very different. And they actually might not be very different. They might be quite normal, <laughs> even though they look like a freak <laughs> or act like a freak. <laughs> Yeah, well, whatever normal is. Said something about if you, yeah, one of my friends said that if you see a punk, it's really a Republican in disguise. <laughs> yeah, so many of them. <laughs> they're like, look like a just, whoa, total anarchist rebel, and they're actually conservative. <laughs> That's well, a great example. That's something that I related I that to one. a little bit. Yeah, there's something I related a little yeah. bit to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The shock and awe appearance, and <laughs> but then you talk to them. Mild interior. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, so what, what Ty, tools, what I wonder, tools we can give? Oh, that was exactly what I was trying to ask. <laughs> Our delay, if you notice, we have a really funny delay between us. It takes some skill to sort of slide in anywhere that makes sense in a conversation with a delay. Um, you're like, Probably start now. <laughs> sometimes it works, sometimes yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Total gas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, total. So, yeah, so tools. Yeah. Oh, well, you know so. Um, <laughs> you go. No, you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one of the things that I would say, this may actually take some practice if you've been been hiding aspects of you, parts of you, pieces of you from you for a really long time. I would say start to notice, because um, this may be one of those things that in, in the past, anytime you would do it or be it, be that whatever that weird thing was, 
but it was so unwelcome that you immediately sort of hid it from you and hid it from everyone else. And so it may take a little practice getting back to, well, what is it about me that actually, you know, is there anything about me that, that is different that I haven't acknowledged? And we're not looking for the things that are like radical, unless maybe there are things that are radically different about you, but really looking at what is it that, that maybe you have tried to shut up and you didn't even notice. So, you know, you may notice that you get around your family or you get around friends that you've had for a really long time. And do you actually talk different when you're around them than when you do with people you feel really free with? And that may give you a clue as to to where there are parts of you that you've sort of hidden or, um, or, or sort of put to the side. And those may be a place where there are huge gifts. Not gifts as in pictures yeah. that flash rapidly. Gifts <laughs> as in <presents. laughs> Um <laughs> Yeah. So so what are the things that you hide when you're around people that you think are judging you? Um and and I you know, in that whole thing of proving um there's there's a bit of information in that, you know, where Heather was talking about how um we all know those people who are trying to prove how different they are. You don't have to be you don't have to be these differences out loud, but I would ask yeah. what your life would be like if you no longer hid them from you, and if when you notice that they came up like, "Oh, here's one of those moments where I don't really want to share everything that I'd really like to share here because um, I don't think it's going to go over very well, instead of just assuming that it won't go over very well. Maybe ask the question of, oh, you know what, There's, there is a contribution I'd really like to be here. And a contribution is where you can gift and receive at the same time. So, you know, if, if you've ever been in a group of people and you've brought something up and in that group they all went, oh, yeah, and then what if we could do this? And you're like, yeah, oh, and what about this? That's where the contribution, where you gift something that, that you've brought and somebody else actually hears it, takes it in, recognizes it, looks at what else could be added to it, and then puts it back on the table. And, and you know, it, we all know how, how amazing that can be when there's that, like, oh, and I gifted, and then they received, and then they added to it, and that was really cool, and then that gave me an idea, and then we could do this. And you may notice in those areas or those relationships where – you are avoiding being judged, you may notice that that interaction doesn't exist in those relationships or in those scenarios. And so maybe in those those circumstances, what you can begin to look at is, okay, well, I don't really want to say this thing out loud. That may actually just be awareness that it won't actually go anywhere. But it also might not be. It might be training. It might be one of those places where you tried it once or twice and it didn't go over very well, and so now you're just not willing to do it anymore or be it anymore. So what I would ask is in those moments when you notice that come up, oh, I don't really want to share this, but I do have an idea. This might be a place where you can add a question. Really, any question will do, but the question might be something like, or a question might be something like, what if I didn't shut this down? What if I didn't shut myself down right now? Now, you hear I didn't say, how can I say this? It really is, what if I don't shut this <laughs> idea down right now? And what if I don't shut me down right now? Now what happens and is that's you begin to look huge. at the room differently. Yep, yep, go for it. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's a huge, huge thing and a just brilliant uh, explanation of the kind of process of this where even if you can't say it out loud, truly admitting it to yourself and like being honest with yourself about, you know, your idea and really willing to have it is, you know, part of exercising that muscle. You know, if you, like you said, Stephanie, if you automatically um, go to shutting it down and shoving it out of your universe and shoving it away, uh, just the simple act of letting yourself have it and be it and not shove it away can be a huge shift in how you start to function with uh, no longer hiding yourself, at least from yourself. You know, it's a great start. It's really a great start. And, and yeah, like you said as well, Stephanie, to have the courage to start trying it out again. Like, don't just assume that it's going to go bad because it's, that's where when we don't have any question, we don't get to find out what else is possible. It's, you know, if you assume it's going to go bad and you're not in the question of I wonder if I can say this and what it will create, then you just you don't get another possibility. You don't get to find out. So again, a place of having the courage to you know once again explore uh, explore expressing yourself or speaking what's true or giving out your ideas um, and find out what happens. You know, don't assume anything. Don't assume based on because you were told to shut up when you were five. And now you're 25, <laughs> that you still should mm-hmm. shut up. <laughs> you know, it's it's really um, being willing to to do that for yourself. You know, it's not for anyone else. It's like you're the one living in your own skin. You're the one with you every day of your life, living your life. So having that courage is really for yourself. You know, for you to be able to just be yourself and be comfortable with who you are, and not shut that down. And for me in my own life, that's been, you know, the huge gift of this exercise and practicing this is I get to have more of me and be more of me and have the ease of that and the joy of that and the comfortableness of that, regardless of other people's points of view about it. And, um, you know, it's a different way to do it that's a kind of a, it can be an easy way to practice this and, and start, you know, for you. Well, that's a weird thing, too. It, what, what you are and who you are doesn't always require that you say anything. So one of the things that can yeah. happen, there's a really funny story from this last weekend. There was one of my friends um, was, um, was facilitating an amazing class. And another friend was on the team helping create the class. And so she had brought, you know, she had brought some refreshments for the person who was speaking. It's actually Dane. So, um, so she had brought some. <laughs> Dane's not the she. Dane's the speaker. So Dane was facilitating a class, and one of my other friends was actually, you know, helping out and had brought some refreshments. Well, she heard somewhere along the line that he didn't like sweetened cranberry juice. <laughs> so she had got. She had gotten like full on straight cranberry juice. Well, if you've ever had full on straight cranberry <laughs> juice to drink, you know that is really intense. So anyway, so all of a sudden, I look yeah. up on stage and Dane has the funniest look on his face, and he's like, "What is this?" <laughs> 
Well, it turns out it wasn't quite accurate. The whole the information about the plain cranberry juice wasn't accurate. Okay, so all of this was to set the stage for this other thing that happened. So, so that happened in a classroom in Vancouver. Across uh-huh. the like across down, I think it was down into the United States, all the way to on the other side of the continent. Somebody's mother. <laughs> So, so a participant in the class gets home from the class, opens the refrigerator, and what's there? It's great cranberry juice. And she said, that was the, my mom has never bought anything like that for me, let alone, like, put it in my fridge. Like, this, this whole thing, she's, like, juice alone, but even, like, straight cranberry juice is now in my fridge. Is this hilarious or what? So, so these things that we think are so required to say, information travels in ways that is, are still completely inexplicable by most of us. And so, you know, so just being willing to keep that door open, that question that I said, what if I was willing to just not shut this down? What if I was willing here to not shut me down? And would this idea actually be a contribution to what to what we're trying to create? Whether again, whether it's in a family, a relationship, or a business. And just by holding that sort of like being like, okay, I'll just allow this to exist in the world. I'll allow this, you know, idea, this contribution, this energy to be to be here, even if I don't say anything about it. And you may find out that all of a sudden the things that you've been really aware of or the ideas that you've had begin to actually start happening because you've been willing to just not throw them away, not shove them out of your, you know, out of existence, not throw them in the, you know, in the trash bin in whatever way that you've done that before. And, and that may too also add to the confidence that you have about how to actually introduce ideas in the future or introduce, you know, energies or, you know, possibilities in the future that you may not have considered if you just sort of start writing down the the ideas that you have and see which ones of them start to show up and so start to allow that to actually build in your in your um (laughs) yeah in your awareness and in your and in building your confidence yeah absolutely i love it so um so play with this guys and gals you know see what it is for you to to begin uh to value what's different about you in a different way and and have fun with it. It's like play with it stuff. Have a good time and uh, um, not be so serious about it. You know? <laughs> like what if you could enjoy what if you could enjoy what's different about you instead of use it as a source for judging yourself. Oh my God! No, be seriouser about it. Be seriouser and seriouser about it. Make your life harder. Yes, it'll be fun. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the joy. So, uh, so I think uh, I'd say uh, let's leave it at that. And Stephanie, I'm wondering uh, what else you have going on. If you have any classes coming up or things that uh, people can come play with you more. That is a great question. I do have a little book. It's it's a, a magazine-style book that should be, that I've got the test copies of, um, but don't have it for sale just yet. Like within the next week, it should be for sale, and that is called 
Exploring Pleasure in Everyday Living, I think is what the title is, but Exploring Pleasure is definitely the main title. Um, The subtitle may be worded slightly different, but it is about adding pleasure to your everyday life, and then it's got a 30-minute audio in the back, or a link to a 30-minute audio in the back of the book. Uh, So that is coming out this week, Um, and when it's officially Uh, available, I will put it on. Yeah. It may end up in the Access Consciousness uh, shop and also on stephanierichardson.com. Awesome. And if you'd like to send us a question or comment. uh, Yeah, I do not have anything coming up at the moment that uh, is for public consumption. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you'd like to do have a private session with me, um, I am available for those. You can reach me on Facebook or uh, heatherpsmith.com. You can reach me there. And um, so that would be awesome. I would love to do private sessions. We could do it over the phone or Skype. Um, That's usually the easiest. So I know both Stephanie and I are available worldwide for that. Just contact us. And um, if you'd like to uh, send us any questions or comments about the show or a future show topic you'd like us to talk about, you can always reach us on Facebook at The Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong. Uh, TheGoodGirlsGuideToBeingWrong.com is also a way to reach us. So uh, thanks, everybody. See you next week at the same time, 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Bye for now. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.